BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. We are back in studio. We have an hour of silence for you, and we are ready to hit you with the Fast Five, with Dear Toasters, with Real Housewives recap. So get fucking ready. Get fucking ready. We have so much silence. We can't wait to bask in it. Also, today is a very special day. It's the first time ever for me, but not for you. I I think I have done this when I was on the breath, but I don't think I've done it on the toast. Okay. First time ever for me, not wearing makeup on the show. I got a facial yesterday and I just want my skin to breathe and it just didn't make sense for me to wear makeup today. So And I I'm, stand in solidarity with you. I appreciate it so much. It definitely like takes the pressure off. Of course. No, and my makeup was like packed, so it was like annoying. You know when you're going somewhere but like your makeup, you need to do makeup. Like yeah. it was so annoying. So it actually like I was happy to do it. Yeah, no, I feel really good about the choice. Also we're recording extra early this morning. So just nobody needs that makeup that early in the morning. I completely agree. And like I had a hectic morning. You know, my fridge was leaking. It was like a whole drama. Yeah. No, I've been like packing all morning just busy 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 yesterday was like the busiest day of my life like meetings 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 like pre-pandemia levels of busy like not a moment to myself like not a moment to even snack pre-pandemia Lovato levels it was it was craziness like it was nice to be busy but I literally didn't have even a moment until like six o'clock to watch the vlog that we posted yesterday you well that's guys. what I did it all day like uh, upload and edited the vlog it was literally a joy to rewatch that footage it was so funny and I actually ended up like looking better than I remembered you looked so cute every outfit was like kind of fire no I know like and we were just being like hard on you well no, you we were, were being hard we on were you being I was so being funny. trying to be so supportive yeah no you really were and I definitely felt like you know I was taking out some of my you know toxicity on you and for that I do apologize oh thank you I, that's so appreciated but just getting dressed on camera like is never not stressful no it was actually reminding me watching it was reminding me of your say, say yes, yes to the, the dress, dress. Same. Yeah, when you were like I hate everything about it I'm like she's the same bitch no I'm literally the same person <laughs> just like longer hair yeah a hundred percent um and new chin oh new chin and less moles I've gotten a couple <laughs> moles removed since then and more filler and lip well if you want to watch this iconic vlog that people are saying is like their favorite vlog of all time which is just always nice to hear patreon.com slash the morning toast and then and then oh yeah last night the vlogging never stopped because I went over to Olivia and Zach's and finally filmed their home tour. So it is done. It is in the can. We've got Kaylor's room. Just this oasis of pink, pink. Kaylor. And that will be up this weekend. So it's a great time to become a patron. It's never too late to become a patron. No, and I think a lot of people think that it is just because like we've been going for so many years now. But you know, what a lot of people don't know is that when you sign up for Patreon, you get all the old episodes. So if you're ever like needing 200 episodes to watch, head over to patreon.com slash morning toast. Don't get it twisted. It's 
slash the morning toast. But I will say that you want to you want to sign up like now because sometimes like old episodes for one reason or another have to go by the wayside like members say yes to the dress episode like Mm -hmm. if you were a patron that month you saw that episode but if you joined after it was already taken down for licensing it was copyrighted and it's not going back up we can't so if you want to watch it now you just never know where where the licensing is going to come from Mm -hmm. so if you want to watch these vlogs now head over to patreon.com slash morning toast yeah i don't think you'll regret it no, I haven't heard of a regret. Me neither. So. Um, we have a great show. Yesterday we made the decision because we were podcasting from home due to some of the local Law 11 construction happening outside our uh, studio. We decided to postpone Dear Toasters because it's so much better when we get to do it in person and just like vibe and soak up each other's awesomeness. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that at the end of the show today. We're also recapping last night's finale of Jersey and new episode of Beverly Hills, which I watched this morning and I have many a thought on. So we just like are so Busy. Like, booked we are booked and, and busy. busy. And then, like, from here, it's just, like, meetings, meetings, meetings. Meetings, meetings, meetings. Catching flights, not feelings. I mean, this could be, this actually be crazy, like, if I say this and then, like, it'll haunt your, you know, memory forever. Like, this could be the last time you see me. Because I'm flying on a seaplane to the Hamptons, which TPG says they're safe. And I'm also flying with TPG, which I just feel like... He has, like, CPR and... No, not that. Like, the universe would never, like, let a plane go down that TPG was on. And he meant to... He changed his flight. And I was like, I have to do whatever you're doing because I'm not taking the one that goes down. Like, I'm going on your plane. Yeah. So we'll see if I show up next week. But who knows? This could be the last time you see me. And this is how you'll be remembered. Yeah, no, no makeup. makeup. <laughs> Shit. Um, okay, like, that's just a lot of crazy stuff to put out there. And I just feel like if I say it, it can't happen, you know? I don't know. I could just see us rewatching this episode on the news channel. Right after my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's say in case I do perish, I would like to say a few words. Okay. I, to my family, just know that I love you more than life itself. And I probably wasn't scared. Like, really, I was probably fine. Two, like... <laughs> yeah, you were fine. No, I wasn't fine. But, like, I was probably, like, you know... Drunk. For sure. Second thing I would like to say is that I've really loved my time here at the Morning Toast. And I don't know who you're going to replace me with, but I have a few criteria. (laughs) One, she cannot be chubbier than me. Okay. Two, she cannot be funnier than me. Okay. Three, extra points if she is related to us. Like, it probably would be snitch or, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, And four, like, just know whoever takes this seat, like, I will haunt you, like, till the end of time. Um, and I've just really... Uh, the ghost of Claudia's past. Oh, you did not want to cross her. There, there are a few, if this message gets heard, there are a few select toasters who I will spend my afterlife <laughs> literally haunting and ruining your life. <laughs> I know you all by name, and I will literally make it my mission in heaven. Yes, that's right, I'm going to heaven. You? I don't know. I will make it my mission to ruin your life. <laughs> and I love you guys, and have a great life. Um, okay, Claude. I think that, like, should something happen, I think my strategy for replacing you, I think I would turn it into a Patreon series, like, America's Next Top Morning Toast. That's a great fucking idea. You know? And you know I what? Would, and I would do, like, sample episodes with people. And I have one more stipulation I'd like to add. And I will be reincarnated, and I'm coming back as a nurse named Ashley Jessica RN. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful, Claudia. Love you guys. Um, well, I hope that, you know, everything goes your way this weekend and that you have a great weekend on top of that. Me too. You know, it's, it's so exciting that it's Memorial Day weekend. Like, it, it's the start of summer. Yeah. Summer. Summer. This is literally us right now, like, home Like, room. watching the clock. Summer. 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 
No. I'm like literally summer starts this weekend. It's gonna like summer's about to pop off, you guys. I don't, I don't know if we're ready. If we're if we're ready. I think that we are. You know, I've been trying my best to get ready, like my absolute best. So I think I'm as ready as I'll ever be. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. Like it's opening weekend of the summer. The Hamptons is gonna be like so I like have social anxiety like I'm just I'm not myself anymore at parties you know and it's gonna be overwhelming she's it's, so shy no but it is anxious. supposed to rain which like I kind of won't be mad at because then like everything will just be like kind of mellow but like if plans go like according to plan like I'm just gonna be like on the cover of Hamptons magazine we love to see it yeah I think it's about time I think it's about time also yeah um, yeah, no, I, I worry for your shyness and your sh- social anxiety. You know, it's not that I'm shy. It's just like, I really don't know how to function at parties anymore. Like, I really just keep to myself. Not in a shy way, but just in like a, do I have to talk to you kind of way? Yeah, but you know what? Everybody's feeling that way. I know. So you're not alone. That makes me feel better. You are not alone. You are not alone. Did you see Ben Platt perform on The Voice finale? No, I did not. It was absolutely stunning. I don't. His new song "Imagine" is fine. I don't think I it's like, like it. It's it's a bop, but it's not like I have higher expectations for him. And it was kind of just like very, you know, we are never getting back together. Like you know, like you know how Taylor her singles aren't always like the most best, best, the but they're very best. pop. Yeah, that's what I feel about Imagine. But he gave an unbelievable performance. Like his singing, his dancing, like it was really good. Speaking of unbelievable performances, someone posted in Toast After Dark, Katy Perry performed on American Idol, like with the with a finalist. Thinking of You. Thinking of You, which is one of her most amazing songs that's Agreed. so underrated. And she fucking crushed it. She does really well on American Idol. She also, you will love this performance. She did Part of Me, like a stripped down version with this girl, Katy, who was on like a season, maybe like two seasons ago. Um, it is literally the most gorgeous performance and the girl Katie's really good too and they're harmonizing and they make it such like a different song but it's beautiful like you will love it wow okay I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out yeah even though I have such a busy day I don't know when I would or I could she also looked gorgeous in that performance yeah, I love her did. as a blonde but just that song is so good and she and she really crushed the performance so thank you to her, whomever posted it yeah um I feel like we should dive in like we are so we have so much to do today we have on so this much, episode we have so much to do to do to do um He's at his grandparents. Where are you? He's, He's at, at his, his grandparents. Oh, we'd love to see that. Okay, without further ado, do, 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 though, um, let's get into the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode of Morning Toast is brought to you by Babbel. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. Very, very true. But now, thanks to Babbel, the number one selling language learning app, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized languages... But Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. So they offer a ton of different languages. I feel like, honestly... If you're living in America and you don't speak Spanish, like you're at a disadvantage. And it's a really good thing to know, a language to know how to speak. And if you really feel like picking something up in your free time, I highly recommend Babbel. Mm-hmm. They have 15 minute lessons that make it the perfect way to learn language on the go. They design their courses with practical real world conversations in mind, and it's things you'll get to use and say in everyday life. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages. Some of the ones they offer are Spanish, French, Italian, and German. The Italian camper is 
waking. She's always brushing up on her Italian. And Constantly. I heard AC is taking Italian so that she can bond with Italian camp. That better. would be very kind and of her. And that they could bury the hatchet between them. Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent so you don't, like, you're not that guy, you know? Pardon me, John. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. And right now, when you purchase a three-month three month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. So that's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code TMT. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code TMT for an extra three months free. Babbel, language for life. Love it. Babbel always reminds me of that Lady Gaga song. Do you know it? Like, no. It's called Babylon. Like, oh. Babylon. It's no, I don't very know it. rue. Very art pop, yeah. It's, very, it's from the new album. Oh, like, it's very, like, Vogue. They should license the song in their commercials. Oh, also, they announced the Drag Race All-Stars um, cast. Like, people are, like, super upset, but, like, Ginger Minch is coming back, and so is Eureka, who I've really felt, like, was a stunning queen. So, I don't know why people are upset, but, like, it'll be good. It's exciting. Like, I'm just excited to have Drag Race back on. Like, whatever. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not here for the backlash. When I usually am. <laughs> Okay, first story, newlywed Ariana Grande shares photos from intimate at-home wedding to Dalton Gomez on May 15th, 2021. Is she going to be Ariana Gomez? Her initials don't have to change. She, her initials don't have to change, but like, she would never. Ari. Ariana Grande is sharing sweet photos from her intimate wedding to Dalton Gomez earlier this month. She shared the photos of her and him kissing during the intimate ceremony in Montecito, California, as she wore a sleek custom white dress by Vera Wang and he sported a suit by Tom Ford. According to Vogue, which covered the wedding, Grande walked down the aisle accompanied by her parents, Joan Grande and Ed Butera, which makes you think of one when day walked down I walked the aisle, holding hands with my mama, and I'll be thanking my dad, cause she grew from the drama. Only, yeah, um, I didn't. I, I, and she only wants to do it once real bad. She's gonna make this shit last. When I interpreted that song, I just imagined only her mom would be walking down. Her, I know. Her down the aisle, but I I'm know. glad that there seems to be some sort of rapprochement. Yeah, she was holding hands with her mom and thanking her dad at the same time. It was very sweet. Her look was very simple. Her hair was up, but in a more bridalized moment. The look is everything. Like, of course, she wasn't wearing thigh high boots and like a sweatshirt, white dress. Um, but she still looks like Ari, but like very much bridal Ari. I love the sleek white dress. She just looks so teeny tiny, like a, a little Doll. cupcake. Yeah. No, by the way, you're right. She still looks like Ari. Like, and she has a very unique sense of style that honestly, like sometimes is not very imaginative. Like it's very repetitive. Um, but I like if the that name she, broke. Don't fix it. Ari. Right, and you're supposed to look like yourself on your wedding day. And I feel like she did just that. That veil like bow thing was so elegant so and different adorable adorable like a tiny little teacup like so cute so um it was really beautiful like hashtag stunning like seriously stunning I can't get over the pictures I love everything about it I think she'll be inspiring brides for a long time to come I think this might be one of my favorite bridal celebrity looks like top 10 of all time and it's so simple you know and that's just beautiful and elegant it's not for everyone but it's it was stunning yeah no it's it's truly stunning I'm glad she shared photos it's nice I like how she went about everything yes she took her time I'm sure she enjoyed her wedding it was just for her and now she's letting the fans in on it which we deserve yeah of course but like what does Pete Davidson think oh could have been him and honestly like Dalton Gomez doesn't not look like Pete Davidson that's true like she obviously has a type yeah this would have been great if it were Pete I know like that was that's really like the only thing that could have made it like better But again, happy for the happy couple. So happy for the happy couple. And you know, Ari, she made her choice. Like, I just can't get over that she got married. No, I know. I just felt like 
And I really like, I believe her when she says in that song, like she only wanted to, wants to do it once real bad. So like this must be the real thing. Yeah, right. I mean, time will tell, obviously. Time will tell. But Happy so, so stunning. Okay, next story, some news that I never thought, like I, I didn't think about it much, but when I did, if I were to think about it, I wouldn't think that I would be reading that Kim Kardashian did a Q&A on Instagram. Oh my God. Okay, when she, I saw her post the prompt, like I have the time today. I was shook. I was so shocked. Because first of all, like, what is she? girl in a job like only like losers do that first of all second of all it was very clear that she had done this Q&A with some intention um to clear up a few rumors and I wouldn't be surprised if she asked herself some of these questions because I'm not gonna lie like I have done that as well oh well I just don't know how you go through the millions of questions she must have been asked and I'm sure they were all about Kanye no yeah no but there are some lingering questions there's a lawsuit going on basically saying that Kim hasn't paid um, her like gardening company that like does the landscape at her home and she cleared up the rumor and honestly I completely believed her it's that it's not her problem she paid the vendor it's the, no she paid the like the management company the management company did not pay this vendor and that's yeah. wrong and the management company should be sued but Kim has already paid yeah so it just sucks that like she gets attached and then also this Travis the Barker Travis Barker someone asked did you hook up with Travis Barker and she said no false narrative we've been friends for years and I'm so happy for him in court and you know what? That's that on that. Yeah. Kim shutting things down. I kind of love this like direct approach. Yeah. There's so many rumors always about the Kardashians. Um, and I just kind of love this method of communicating with us. Yeah. Also, she let us know that she did not pass the bar. Uh, and two things to say. One, I did say that. I would just like some credit. Credit to you. Because um, I'm always wrong. Like when you and I very, very rarely do we argue. But when we do, like I'm always wrong and I'm just like making a case just to like make a case. But I was right about that. And also, I think it's time for a follow up to a little disagreement we had a few weeks ago about Olivia Rodrigo being a one hit wonder. I think, so I think her album is so good. There's so many other bops. People are loving it. It's too soon to say. No, no, only it's, it's not too soon because... Only time will tell. I'm Deja Vu was a hit. Good For You was a hit. No, but like... You're, a one-hit wonder means you have one hit. No, Claude, talk to me seriously in like four years. No, because if, let's say she's irrelevant in four no, years. Let's, no, let's say she's irrelevant in four years, like falls off the face of the earth. She still is not a one-hit wonder. She had multiple songs, hit the charts, go viral, play on the radio. People are obsessed with like... Therefore, so she is Car- no longer, so she's impossibly a one-hit wonder. So did Carly Rae Jepsen. No, she didn't. She had so many songs, even on her debut album. No. That hit the, yes. Like what? I'm going to go to her, her Spotify. Literally. If you, if you so, can't remember them, like, are they hits? Uh, yeah. Um, I Really Like You. 361 million streams on Spotify. Okay, go to, hold on. Because I... I'm right. I don't think it's too soon to tell at all. It's too soon to tell. It's all about how you're remembered. That's what a one-hit wonder is about. And it's too soon to No, no. A one-hit wonder is someone with one song. No, it's not. Billy Ray Cyrus had albums worth of songs. Billy Ray Cyrus had many pop. By the way. Billy Ray. Hold Jillian. on. Jillian says. Jillian's on Google. Billy Ray Cyrus had many top hits. But he's a one-hit wonder. He's actually a three-hit wonder. But Olivia's just like, it, it, she's not a one-hit wonder. Like, you can't say that anymore. It's too soon to tell. The jury it's not. is out, and they will not be back for years. The what? The jury. No. You think you're not, like, it's just all about the canon, you know? But it's also about the hits, and she's proven hits. It's she's about, not a one-hit wonder. It's about how they remember you. And they'll remember me as being right about this. I hope you're right, but only time will tell if you are. Sour's so good. Yeah. 
are you listening to it? I've listened to the first half of it. Oh, you seem trepidatious. Um, well, it, it is really good. I like how it's like a Paramore vibe. Yes. You know, um, bringing, Not what I was expecting. Bringing back that mood, which like I, makes me want to, you know, work out. Snap and, your neck. And, and snap my neck, for sure. I just, um, it's really surprising that she has so much material from like this one relationship yeah. with this 12-year-old boy yeah. who's a big loser. Like, No, I know. <laughs> and it's like, she's obvious, like, you write from experience so it's like this is like she's so young this is like the one boyfriend she's ever had it does feel like overload at some point like we get it like you feel betrayed but the music is really good and it slaps so like I can look past it just knowing the backstory like it's just a lot of the same story the same thing yeah Yeah, I completely agree but she's also so limited in her experience like (laughs) 100% she's only like 17 like (laughs) 100% um but it's it's very good like I'm enjoying Except there's a... I've been hearing it everywhere and, like, I enjoy when it comes on. Okay, so you know when, like, you hear a song and you think of what the lyric, like, should have been and it bothers you? Yeah. I'm having that with the song Trader because it goes like this. Yeah, you talked to her when we were together. Guess you didn't cheat, but you're still a traitor. And I feel like it should be. Yeah, you didn't cheat, but you're still a traitor to me. Like, the to me, like, it just feels so obvious. Because also, the line before is cheat. So, like, cheat and me, like, kind like, not hardcore rhyme, but they bounce off each other. It just, like, I sing it, like, to me. Like, it bothers me so much. Interesting. Yeah. I think I'm, like, on to something. Yeah. You should go on Songland. Just Literally. When is Songland coming back? I don't know. I was just thinking about Songland. It's so good. I'm always thinking about Ryan Tedder and, like, how I can become his girlfriend. Yeah. Let me know how that goes. We've got so many hoops to jump through. First, I got to start with Ben. (laughs) And then find out how to get to Ryan. Um, I really miss Songland. Me too. And it's just, like, so good. Mm -hmm. Even though the one thing I don't like about a show like Songland is it's so centered on who the guest is that if I don't really like know or like the guest like I just don't watch the episode that's and then, true then it's like I'm limited in the episodes I can watch that's true no but I think if you were like dying from her songland you could watch those episodes and you would still like them but yeah. I agree like sometimes I'm like oh I'm not gonna watch that one but I also really like it because they do like lean heavy into country like Lady A was on Florida Georgia Line like they they do it all yeah they do I it all enjoy okay ready for our next story sure well, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm ready. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson will take over Ellen DeGeneres' daytime slot. In As Claudio, predicted. In Claudia was right again news. The Kelly Clarkson show has it's been... so t- rare, you know. ...has been tapped to take over the slot currently occupied by Ellen. When the latter show comes to an end next year, Clarkson show, which is owned and produced by NBC syndication arm, will take over the f- slot in fall 2022 on NBC owned stations yeah I mean obviously like I'm happy to be right but it was really not like a hard prediction to make like what else is on TV right now that's successful in daytime yeah but you know not that it was a hard prediction to make but like there's so many slots in the day so like the odds that like really Kelly would take Ellen's and that like NBC is saying like Kelly is the next Ellen yeah it's a huge honor it's a it's an honor it's a big move and do you feel like this just kind of makes sense in the universe like I feel like for a while like We've always loved and appreciated Kelly Clarkson, but she's had like highs and lows in her career. And I feel like for a while, and I think she talked about this on Watch Trappin's Live, how like she really just like didn't fit in. And like she didn't, she, she doesn't like hang out with celebrities. And I felt like for, for a while she was kind of misunderstood. And I feel like she's like found her place in this world as, as it comes to like entertainment and like her job. And I feel like this is like now like all is, will, will be right with the world. Yeah, no, definitely as a Kelly stan, it's like no one is seeing what you're seeing and not really, so it's frustrating. frustrating. You're just like screaming into a void. And so for her to have this sort of success, like this is, you know, top tier success, like turning, being a celebrity and turning that into a daytime talk show host is like 
creme de la creme. That means cream. Also, um, that just reminded me when we were catching up on Kardashians, how they, they referred to Chris's failed talk show. And Chris actually gave some interesting insight. She said it wasn't a failed talk show. Like, I was only ever going to do it for a year. I was taking someone else's time slot for a show that got canceled. Don't know if that's true, but that does make sense. Because the more I think about, like, the wonders of the world, the more I wonder, like, why the Chris show, like, really didn't take off. Well, I would just say, like, I'm sure... It was meant to be a year, but I'm sure also if it was really good and everybody loved it, it would have continued on. But Do you think it was people, like a little too early? Maybe, maybe. But like maybe like Chris is so many things and like everybody's obsessed with her and loves her, but maybe she's just not that warm talk show host energy. No, it's I very specific. I want to hear specific. about Chris and the girls. I don't want to hear about whatever guest is here. 100%. You know? That's the thing. When you're like a funny person, people always, their go-to is like, you should have a talk show. But it's like actually part of a talk show, like 90% of the time is just listening to other boring ass people. So interesting people, not that Kelly Clarkson isn't interesting, you know what I mean? Like when you're like such a big personality, you actually don't deserve a talk show because it's not about you. Yeah, I would say boring. the same. I would say the same, like unless you're Wendy Williams. No, if, yes, that's true. But like Wendy Williams talk show is literally not about anything other than Wendy. And like she's a guest. She's a, like so many segments, including the guest segments. And she was like known more for her hot topics than her yeah. guest segments. Yeah, I agree. And she's always like rude to her guests. <laughs> I actually was just watching like last week. She got into a fight with a guest. The who guest was? called her out. She's like, yeah, I don't know who it was. She was like, you just like don't support women. Like you're always coming for people. And I actually think she made some valid points. What did she say? You no, know, she was just like, she was getting lost in the nitty gritty. She's like, when I come to your show, you don't give me flowers. Like, okay, that's not what we're here for. But she says like in her hot topics and in, in like some of her interviews, she's just like always kind of like bringing women down. And what did Wendy say in response? She was just like trying to move on with the interview, like literally ignoring this girl's kind of, you know, fair points. Interesting. It was a very funny video. Well, so happy for Kelly Clarkson. Um, can't wait well to see. Deserved. Like, just let us know when we can get back to Vegas. Like, we're still waiting on that refund. Oh, so that's the other thing here. It's like, what does this mean for the music? Of course, we get Kelly Oki, but when you're so busy, daytime talk shows every single day, every single day. Where does the music come in? When is she hitting the studio? When is she touring? How do you tour? I mean, I guess you have seasons, so like in the off season, but she's a mom. Like, it's just a lot. It's a lot, and I just. I want what's best for Kelly. Do you think this means she's like somewhat retiring from music? No, okay. no because like I think the music pours out of her. She couldn't retire. She's so musical. You know? Yeah, like, no, 100%. Truly. Okay, next story I found so interesting. Is it the, you know, no, keep going. Uh, yeah, might as well since you've already come is it, <laughs> is it the next story that's brought to you by Quince? It is. That's fabulous. Do you like luxury products? Jackie? I do. I know you do. I really, really do. Do you love the quality of designer clothes but you don't like the price? Yes. Then you will love Quince, what does what do these items truly cost to make? Like that you're purchasing so marked up. Oh my god, hundreds percent more. Le yeah. So now it's more affordable at Quince. If you love luxury products, they don't have to be that expensive. They're marked up eight to ten times by retailers. But Quince will connect you directly with the factories that that make the products for the world's leading luxury brands. So you get the highest quality products at an insanely low price. You'll find the finest apparel, cashmere's bags, bedding, accessories, and more at fifty to eighty percent less than what you'd pay for the same quality as the most expensive luxury brand products. They have products like washable silk loungewear, pajamas, Italian leather bags, hundred percent grade A Mongolian cashmere sweaters and sets literally anything you can think of it's a shock like when you go on their website it's just quality 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 at very very reasonable prices especially compared to what they're marked up at at fancy department stores 
Their goods are incredibly high quality. They're made in a sustainable way and they're sold at radically lower prices. It is 100% factory direct. So there's no retailer markups or middlemen. You can compare Quince products with any premium brands. You'll see why their customers at Quince are rated so highly. Every Quince product is guaranteed to meet or exceed the quality standards of leading luxury brands. And if you're not completely satisfied, they'll give you a full refund. And there's free shippings and returns for 365 days. That's a year for free shipping and returns. To get 50 to 80% off the top line clothing and home goods, plus free shipping, text TMT to 64000. That's TMT to 64000. Terms apply. Available at onequince.com slash terms. Text TMT to 64000. Love that. Okay, our next story. Very interesting. Jason Tardick and Dean Unglert reveal how much money they were offered for a Bachelor in Paradise. Ooh. This is so interesting. On the first episode of Jason's podcast, Trading Secrets, they dis- Which I, um, I recorded an episode. I don't know when it's coming out, but... Oh, yeah. The pair discussed how much money they were each offered to appear on Bachelor in Paradise back <gasps> in the day. So Dean shared the first time he went on, he said, quote, they hit me up and they're like, hey, do you want to do Bachelor in Paradise, this other show? It pays 400 bucks a day and you could be there for up to 30 days or something like that. So Dean was like, yeah, great. 400 bucks a day, 30 days, $12,000. That's fantastic. And then he started talking to some of his friends and they're like, well, you should get more money because you're who they want most from your season minus Peter Krause. Because he was like caught up in all this drama, like he was with Christina like dating in the no, off season no but yes yes but and he had also made the final originally he was just on Rachel's season and people loved him yes but even after Rachel's season like he was caught like at Coachella like hanging out with different girls like he was linked so he was like an interesting figure he was an interesting figure and second only to Peter Krause wait like $400 a day is not a lot it doesn't sound like a lot but if you are there for 30 days 12k like that's a pretty good paycheck but most people aren't there from start to finish first of all and second of all I actually don't think it's enough money for a TV star, like who's literally being exploited in every way possible. Yes, but then Dean said he then asked for $800 a day before producers countered offered with 600, he said, which was fine with him. It could have been $1 more. Right. But just out of principle, I wanted them to pay me more than they were offering everybody else just because I thought I was hot shit or something. Yeah. Then he went on to do Bachelor Winter Games, which he got $400 a day for. And then Jason- Interesting that they pay people per day. Like, I just didn't think that. Yeah, no, I didn't think that either. He also said that after the first time on Bachelor in Paradise with Danielle and Christina, yeah. and they, he was coming back again, he said he wanted $20,000 an episode. Of course. For some absurd amount. Um, but then they settled on like $602. Oh my God, that's so funny. I mean, I guess for Dean, like, he looks back on that experience positively because he met Kaylin. Yeah. But I, I feel like a lot of people don't have like the best time on paradise like it's like they like set you up to like embarrass you a lot of the times and on I don't know what amount of money is worth that yeah and also now that you think about it like people always cry when they go home because like I always thought it that as like loss of Instagram followers loss but it's of like money it's, it, if you're getting paid per day four hundred dollars snatched and I guess that makes honestly I never thought about it but I guess it also makes sense like it gives people incentive to want to stay longer to be manipulative to yeah. just to get a rose not to fall in love, to have another week to fall in love, but to have another week to sit here and earn $400 a day. Yes, exactly. So what did Jason say he was So paying? then Jason explained how 
when he got a contract for Bachelor in Paradise once in 2018. But he was never on, was he? No. Yeah, okay. But he made a contract for $600 a day with a $5,000 guarantee in case he didn't make it past the first week. Smart. He opted not well, to participate. Well, he's a businessman, Bo. Like, that's the kind of deal he makes. No, 100%. Then Jason and Dean also discussed their offers to become the potential Bachelor. Oh. Jason said that when he was in the running with fellow contestants Blake and Colton, they were all offered $100,000 for the season. And then Dean said that he had a contract back in the day to be the Bachelor, but it went to Ari, and he was offered $75,000. Yeah, they say that the Bachelor salary is intended to be one full salary, one full year salary of whatever that person's job is. So I think there's like an urban legend that Andy Dorfman had been paid at one time the most because she was a lawyer. And then I guess that would have meant like Rachel Lindsay also would have been paid that high. But now I feel like it's literally, like it's 100,000. Yeah, I think it's pretty standard. And I mean, on the one hand, that sounds like a lot for probably 60 days work. But on the other hand, like they are carrying this show that generates so much money. $100,000 to Bachelor producers is a fart. Like it's nothing. Yeah. But also I think it depends on like who knew that Dean had gotten a contract. It depends on the person. I think a lot of people are somewhat interchangeable, but there are certain seasons where it's undeniably like Emily Maynard probably made a million dollars because like it couldn't have been anyone but Emily. Like no one was interested in any other person and they wanted her so bad. She was an amazing bachelorette. So they probably paid her more, like if I had to guess. Really? But it was also back in the day. So with inflation, she probably was paid back in the day. With inflation. Probably at like a nickel, which today <laughs> would be, you know, a million dollars. Totally. So anyways, I just thought that was interesting. Well, that is actually the premise of Jason's whole show. Like when I did it, he was like, we're just going to be really open about like money and like sales. And like, that's like my uh, like worst nightmare. Yeah. Because like. It's nobody's business, like how much money I make. But um, I did my best. Yeah. No, I, on the one hand, it's like, yes, people should be more transparent because also it helps everybody grow. When the you economy. See, like when you see what other people are getting and you realize your own worth. On the other hand, it's tacky to talk about money. Yeah, no, and it's also just like super uncomfortable. But, there's that, but like this article, like with tea and everything, like there's not anything tacky about this. No, because these are offers that they didn't take, except for like the one Dean did. But yeah, they, no, but like I just... I don't know. It's different. Yeah, I agree. It's different. It's different when you're offered money from a network versus when like you built your own business, kind of. Yeah. No, it's just different. I can't explain it, how it's like not talking about money. Like yeah. it's just like spitting facts. Yeah. yeah. Spitting facts. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? It's the final story. <laughs> do 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 Okay. It's always hard like to stop. I know. But it's once you get started, you don't want to stop. But no. the listeners are like, please stop. stop. Fifth and final story, Instagram and hiding likes. The solution is oh, here. They are so messy. Starting today, all Instagram users can omit likes and views from displaying on their own image and video posts. And if you really want a fully likes-free experience, the app now lets you hide the likes and view counters on all posts in your timeline. So as you know, they considered removing public like counts, but then they didn't. This has been going on for years. And now it's a personal choice. You can re- you can make it so that nobody can see your likes, and then you can also make it so that you can't see anybody else's but then it's just like if you remove your likes it's because you get none you know 100% I will not be removing my likes no but I did get like the pop-up to watch this back after yeah. I removed my likes it, like the pop-up feature um came up for me yesterday like and I was like oh I guess it finally started oh interesting yeah, yeah. no it's here I guess they figured out a solution to like help people with mental health but I actually think this makes it worse because it's like not everyone's gonna hide their likes no of course and then it just like creates this like stigma almost 
But there actually is another update within Instagram that I think is actually way better. Um, when when you yes. when you block someone now, you can also block all future accounts they make because like you know people love to like talk shit to you and then you block them and then they'll literally make a fake account just to like start shit talking you again and now instagram has developed some sort of technology where they know if it's like from the same person the same phone the same user um they will block all future accounts which i just love it's so beautiful but it's a little too late considering it doesn't block all past accounts oh it doesn't no damn yeah it's just a little too late a little too long and i can't wait um Okay, well... And those were the final stories, and I think you needed to know them. Yeah, well, we still have so much show to do. We, let's talk about Real Housewives of New Jersey. TV okay. recap. Real Housewives of New Jersey, part two and final part, which was kind of weird because it wasn't really, like, a terribly boring season. No, but I'm good on... Re- I'm, I was Me good too. last night. But it was a boring reunion. Like, first of all, I feel like there was a lot missing. I feel we didn't make any resolution or even an attempted resolution between Margaret and Jennifer... And I feel like we didn't even eventually get to the meat of it. Like, just, like, they kept going after each other. And Andy never, like, started the conversation. So mm-hmm. I felt very unfinished. But I do think we actually got to a decent place with Teresa and Jackie. And even though it was, like, cringy at the end to watch Teresa, like, kiss ass, Teresa is only nice to Jackie when Evan's around. Like, no, it's so crazy the way she talks to him. Like, oh, Evan, I'm sorry if I ever hurt your family. No, like, batting her eyes. And then to Jackie, like, saying the most vile vile. things. She's awful. Like, she's so awful. Like, the (sighs) fact that she couldn't see her own hypocrisy with the Kim D analogy. Uh Like, it was the perfect thing to say. Like, Kim D accused your husband of cheating based on nothing, and you went ballistic. She says she didn't go ballistic, and that Jackie actually went crazier. What are you talking about? Like, that's that's just untrue. Like, and people try and call her out. It's so frustrating. I don't know how... When Joe Gorga was sitting there, like, literally about to shit his pants when Andy asked, do you think your sister is wrong? And he eventually came and said yes. But, like, that that clip is just indicative of what a monster Teresa is and how hypocritical she is. And honestly, I have never had more respect for Melissa Gorga than I do in this moment. Because even if you don't like her or you don't agree with her, like, you have to have sympathy for her. Like, she has to operate in a friend social group on TV with her crazy fucking sister-in-law who never defends her. But the second Melissa, like, stands quiet for two seconds, Teresa goes back to flipping tables. Like, I honestly don't know how Melissa hasn't lost her mind yet. Yeah. She must love Joe so much. Yeah. To put up with that. I I agree. But also, I don't know what we... I guess if Joe had said, like, Teresa, like, straight up, Teresa, you are so wrong. Like, that's the only person who can get through to Teresa, and it would have meant something. So that's why it even matters for Joe to say anything. And I wish he would be a little, like, heavy, more heavy-handed with Teresa. Like, yeah. she actually, like, is in love with him. So Teresa listens to him. Yeah, For the does. most part. No, she does. And that's what we learned this season. Like, it's just... It, I found it to be so infuriating. I think Jackie did a really good job of standing up for herself and trying to make Teresa see. But, like, Teresa just is, like... It's it's impossible to talk to her. It's not having a real conversation. Like There's no she doesn't logic. operate in on this planet yeah. and use logic or deductive thinking. Like I just or comparative. I can't. Yeah. No. It's like there's there's no sense in making a good argument because it doesn't matter. Like it does not get through to her. Yeah. So like we're all just you know talking to each other and it's just not penetrating. And I get- and then like for like the fact that Evan went over and like was so nice to her after and like I, I just literally was Evan's cringing. a better man than I could ever be. A hundred percent. But like. She's like, I was you know, thinking, I really, Louis plays golf. No, but when he, when she was like, you know, I really never meant to hurt your family or anything. Like, But like you did. And that's literally what you tried to do. No. And then she'll literally 
just turn around to Jackie and be like a completely different person. It's like so weird. She's obsessed with Evan. Like, She's obsessed with Evan. There's such a shift in her demeanor the second he comes out. She was being vicious to Jackie like right before the husbands came out. And the second he comes out, she's like, she's amenable. You know, we should play golf. You know, you're right. I shouldn't have said that. Like, oh, and she said something that like pissed me off so much. She was like, I mean, I did apologize to you. And like, for me, like, I don't apologize. Like, you should be grateful. Like, are you, you fucking kidding me? Like, who do you think you are? The Queen of England? Like, yeah. Even the Queen of England apologizes. Like, you're not... Totally. We've seen the crown. Like, you're not so special. Like, she was just like... No, she really thinks this is her show. And, yeah. like, for her to come down to, like, a, a new cast member's level and apologize is, like, Like, un- we should all just be grateful. Yeah. It was just bothersome. But honestly, it was like, felt like a weirdly unfinished reunion. No, by the end, with the pineapple juice and, like, when Louis came out, I found myself oh. smiling. And I was like, of stop course. it. I stop know. smiling. Also, let's talk about Teresa saying she would never let a man... In tip, like Teresa, that conversation was horrible. Like yeah. when when Jackie was saying like they used to come and massage her shoulders at like the law firm, and she was like, "You let them do that." Like Teresa, what? Like that was horrible. Teresa and Jennifer, when it comes to talking about sexual assault, like it's actually offensive. Like they're they're so dumb. Like yeah. it was it was bothering me so much, and I it was bothering everyone. But again, there's nothing you can say that will make them understand, especially Teresa. So everyone's just like. Okay. Even Andy, like, is trying, but he also goes about it. Like, he's so harsh on some housewives. Yes. When it's unwarranted. Yes. And then so, like, um, Monique. Monique. But then also, like, 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 kid Play handling games. Teresa when yeah. it's like, no, she, it, like, I think Andy is also someone that Teresa probably listens to. And, like, yes. if he were a little bit more firm with her maybe we can make some progress 100% and he should have been more firm with her with the sexual assault stuff because that was just like out of line yeah you let them like what yeah um but I mean it was fine honestly like it's so tough for me with Jennifer because like I think her behavior is abhorrent but then like when Bill comes out I just like love him and like he loves her so like Maybe I'm not seeing something. Yes, and I want to say on the the rumor Joe Benigno front, what I really do think happened. He heard it in the house. They, they came home from the party. The next day they were talking about the rumor, and then he didn't know that like that's where it originated, and he was like, yeah, I heard it in my house. I think that that's really what happened. I completely agree, and I'm not just being like a Margo, Margaret apologist, even though like I am admittedly like a Margaret apologist. Like I absolutely love her, and she like never looked better than she did at this reunion. Yeah, no, that's really what I think happened. Other, nothing else makes sense. Yeah, um, and then Beverly Hills, which was just this so was stunning. Such a delight. It was such a delight. First of all, I enjoyed, and I never, never, ever enjoy like a new housewives like backstory. I enjoyed Crystal's home life so much. First of all, her housekeeper is so funny. When she said that her brother is like a huge pop star in China. And he's a manny at her house. Like, I was crying. She just has a very interesting life. Her husband is so successful. And that scene where she brings him breakfast and he's like, I'm in a big meeting. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I feel like a lot of husbands, like, would have, like, ushered her out or, like, maybe, like, like yelled at her. Like, he was just like, no, it's fine. Like, he's just like, I was very surprised. She comes up with a fucking camera crew while he's, like, actually busy producing a movie. And he's like, oh, no, honey, it's fine. I'm like, oh, my God, I love him. Like, yeah. it was just so interesting. Her, her, fam- her house is so nice. Like, that estate with the garden in the backyard like it was just stunning I really enjoyed getting to know her and I usually hate it I agree I enjoyed getting to know her like I I appreciate the backstory want more can't wait for more of her personal life scenes also her interview look with like the three bows stunning stunning she's just like really like an elegant queen but she's also like kind of bitchy which I really enjoy yeah um and then we have this sit down with Kyle and Garcelle and I have to say I think that she it is should 
it should be referenced. It was such a productive conversation. I felt like Garcelle really got to say her piece and it's clear that it's been bothering because whatever what happened between Kyle and Garcelle was like not that serious, but Garcelle has been hanging on to it and I didn't understand why and I felt like she expressed herself very well and Kyle received it. I don't think Kyle's calling her out on the charity thing was at all had bad intentions or she only said it because Garcelle was black, but I think Garcelle is extremely valid in her feelings yeah. and Kyle did not get offended like how could you say that Kyle handled it well Garcelle handled it perfectly and I feel like they really put it to bed I did and then when they were in Tahoe I really felt like they have like clear a, the air they have a clear path to friendship whereas like Rinna is the problem like I when, love Garcelle calling out Rinna literally Garcelle is every so right turn literally you threw your best friend of 20 years under a bus in front of literally the entire world, why the fuck would I want to be your friend? Yeah. It's such a valid, simple question. It's such a valid question. When they were sitting on the bed and like Lisa Rinna will just say anything. Yes. Jump how high. To move on from this and start her next season of being a housewife. Yep. One she worked so hard for. Yep. And she's like, really? You want to take me back there? Like she'll say anything to, to make it go away. And then and when they were done talking, Rinna's like, yay. Like, and Garcelle's like, what? no. No, no, it was so cringy. Like, I fucking love Garcelle for that reason. Like, she hates Lisa Rinna. And, like, honestly, watching this group of women, they're sun people, and Lisa Rinna is one of them. This group is, like, so fabulous right now that are getting left behind. Lisa Rinna is not as fabulous as the other women, just in terms of her demeanor, her style, her personality. Like, she's just kind of, like, like tacky with her hair and her leopard dress. Like, it's just all so, like, old and I see this new woman. I see Kathy Hilton. I'm like, why is Kathy Hilton on a plane with Lisa Rinna? Like, when Lisa Rinna was, like, cheersing on the plane, she was just being, like, so loud and annoying. Like, <laughs> Well, I feel like the way I see Rinna is, like, she's not the most fashionable or, or all these things. But she's kind of, like, a social lubricant. Like, she yes. will make sure the group, like, she's always, she wakes up and, like, charges. And is like, <laughs> yeah, like, she's like, a she's bull like in Kelly Ripa. Bull in a china <laughs> shop, yeah. Yeah, so, like, these women, like, don't have to, like, I just feel like her role in a group of friends is, like Energizer Bunny, we're bringing the party. Yeah. Up. We're dancing. We're, you know, she works like she does not stop. Yeah, like, Energizer Bunny, literally. And so that's I don't. I think she she's going hard on. She goes hard on that. You know, Andy's baby shower. Like she's always yeah. going to turn every party up because not everyone can be Kathy Hilton or Crystal or Erica Jane. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their thing, and and Rinna's thing is like you want her at your party. Yeah. It's going to be a fun time. I guess. Like I just I, I feel like the need for Rinna is getting less and less every season. Yeah. I just feel like if they're on a boat or something, you know, someone's got to be the one pouring the shots, playing the music, and but dancing I feel like on a Kyle table. Kyle does that. Like they all really turn up. Yeah, Kyle is really like the perfect housewife. Like I and I only came to that conclusion a few years ago. First of all, she's so social outside of the show. She's constantly raising the bar for the show. She brought Kathy in. Chris Jenner was on the show with with. Uh, Kyle like Kyle is constantly raising the bar for all the other women and she's evolved with every group like she was the Taylor Armstrong like but and now she's the Dorit and you know they just posted on Instagram Rinna Kyle Dorit Erica and Teddy Mellencamp are like five best friends they're like this unit they call themselves like the fierce five or whatever and like Kyle is really like at the center of it so Kyle's like what she brings to the show is 
It's incalculable, honestly. And with the Kathy Hilton of it all, even though I feel like I literally don't know Kathy Hilton at all after two episodes, like she did, like, but she has a fan. Like, that was funny. But like, I just don't know her at no, all. No, and I feel like we're expected to know her. Like, these weird quirks about Kathy. Like, I'm like, but who's Kathy? No, but next episode, it looks like Garcelle, like, kind of comes for Paris, which I guess, like, it's different because, like, Paris is, like, this larger than life character, but it is someone's daughter. And, like, literally the mother is sitting right in front of you. It feels very inappropriate. We'll see how we'll, it. We'll see how it pans out. I feel like it could have just been too sliced edited where they're just sharing a funny story. Yeah. Um, and then the episode ended like very bizarrely. Like I feel like Sutton was really drunk. Yeah. Because like I was not following her logic at all. I wasn't all. following anything about the conversation. It was making me feel like the way that they cut and they edited it. It's like just show us the conversation as it happened as opposed to like there's these moments of like silence and they're just showing everybody's faces. And then it got like really heated very quick and I'm like wait how did we get here? Like back up. I... I mean, maybe it really just went that sideways that fast, but I really feel like it was a really weird editing job where it's like they just jumped into this heated conversation. And just based on the way they were just showing different camera angles, I was like, I think that this is just like a weird compilation of footage. Yeah, because like Sutton going on this rant about her seeing rednecks on TV and how she's stereotyped, it's like no person who is alive in 2021 would bring that up. Like in a conversation about like race well she did at some point I just feel like the from point a to point b like there was a, no linear other, yeah it just wasn't linear and like Kyle was just like but maybe it's terrible... really how chaotic it was and, yeah. and so it's even well, was Crystal drinking I feel like she wasn't but she was making drinks for everyone uh I wasn't I wasn't monitoring her drink the house I did look it up to see if like we could go we we can't afford it um but 17 bedrooms? $8,000 a night. I looked it up on Airbnb this morning. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, 17 bedrooms, I was going to say, like, no one had to sleep on the ground floor because of the bears. I was thinking the same thing. But they probably have, like, cast and crew, but... They stay in the house, the cast and crew? I feel like they probably did for this, like, they probably did, like, a COVID bubble in the house. Oh, for sure. COVID, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like a fabulous trip. Amazing. And, like, with the plane and everything, they were just so cute. Two truths and a lie when Erica was like, I wore a wire in a government case. And then she said, oh, I can't tell you which is the truth. I feel like a lot of people were like, she wore a wire around Tom. I think it's too early for that, first of all. And second of all, I think that she was saying she can't she can't say on, on TV her lie because she did work for the mafia. Like, a, do you know what I mean? Oh, I think like it was taken, people on Twitter were like shook. Like she said she wore a wire for Tom, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that that was what it was. Two truths and lie was funny. It was a good way to get to know everybody's personalities. Kathy Hilton giving three truths. Like, yeah, I no, just, you just like got to know people. Yeah, it was interesting. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a good episode. It was really good. I mean, even a bad episode of Beverly Hills is so sickeningly, stunningly fabulous, even though that plane was kind of beneath them. A hundred percent. Like a passenger plane, like give us the lux, give us the glam. It's an hour flight. It's not like a 20 minute flight. Yeah. Give us the glam. Yeah, it could have been better. Um, all right, let's dive into Dear Toasters now, which is our advice segment, and it is brought to you by The Zebra. Think about all the quarantine purchases you made. Love sacks for some of us. Um, then there's one of your biggest purchases of this year, insurance. Americans overspend on car and home insurance by the billions every year. That's money that could have been spent on more retail therapy, more investments for you, Jackie. And yep. that's where The Zebra can help. The Zebra is the nation's leading insurance comparison site for car and home insurance. In minutes, you can compare policies from every major provider for free, all on one independent marketplace. After a few questions, the Zebra pairs people with the right insurance company for them, helping everyone save time and money. You can buy online or over the phone with one of their licensed insurance agents. Make sure you're make make insurance your smartest purchase yet. I'm sorry. Make insurance your smartest purchase yet. Visit thezebra.com/toast. That's thezebra.com/toast. 
Love it. All right, Dear Toasters is our advice segment. If you ever want to write in, we're actually doing a very special Dear Toaster segment in a few weeks. So please, write us your quandaries. We need your best and your brightest your quandaries. Best. All right, DearToasters at gmail.com. First up, Jackson Claude, I'm not even going to take the time to address how I'm an avid listener or how, my, or how much I enjoy you both because I just have to cut to the chase. I've been with my boyfriend for three years and we will be moving in together in the coming weeks. He is a true P-job. I've never had trust issues with him. We haven't had any major rough patches until now. He was out with his friends and they were all going to a strip club. He said that he would order an Uber home and although he didn't have any interest in going to the strip club, he also wasn't ready to cut his night short. He said he was totally, he said he was totally okay and he understood if I was uncomfortable with it, but he wanted to ask my thoughts. I gave my blessing as I didn't think it was a big deal. He has my full trust and I knew he would hate the strip club, so I figured I'd let him find that out for himself. Wow, we love a competent queen. Anyway, a few days later, he confesses that he bought a lap dance, of course. I can't even look at him without wanting to throw up. I view it as, a, as completely disgusting and cannot fathom why he would want to do that. He admitted it felt wrong and gross and has apologized. He has answered every question I have asked and has been very patient, but I just want to punch him in the face. I feel like my trust in him has been diminished. It feels so out of character. Do I even know him anymore? Now the big question, am I being irrational? How do I forgive? How do we move on? Help. A toaster okay, and you still know him. Yeah, I don't and know. You can strip trust- clubs are like a gray area. Yeah, no, I think strip clubs are totally fine. I think lap dances, yeah, it is a gray area. He did tell you, first of all, so I think you need to focus on the positive. He told he, you he was going, you and then he told out, you it was happened. Right, so that's good. I have to try and put myself in this situation because for you, I want to be like, lap dances aren't cheating. Like, they make the world go round. Like, yeah. they got to make the money. But if my husband came home and told me that he got a lap dance... <laughs> I would be pretty peeved, I think. Really? I'm like very protect. Like I think like literally Ben texting his female coworker like is cheating. But I said peeved. Yeah, no. Oh. But I don't know. Something about a strip club, like I just like it's like not that deep. Like literally, yeah, like sh- no offense, Ben, but like she's danced on a lot of people's laps. Like you're not special. <laughs> no, she, you're not special. Like she doesn't want you. Like, no, like not at all. She probably thought you were weird. She, and, like smelled. Like she, you were just one in a million. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. There's something about a strip club that like. I don't know. I say that, and then if Ben, no, I know. I actually really don't think I would care. Yeah, it's so like unemotional. No, I would. I would definitely care. I would get over it, but I would use like while I'm being upset about it, I would use that to my advantage. Like yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. I'm wanting, whether foot it's rubs. a material item or a foot rub or just you know some concession on like a decision we have to make, I would be like, well, you got a lap dance. But so. you know, she is mad about it. So like maybe let's. Like, we can't make her unmad. Like, no, she's mad. No, no, these things take time. But I would just say, like, while you're in the stage of being mad and your husband wants to make boyfriend. you... Your boyfriend wants to appease you, you know, might as well get some things out of it. Yeah. This next one's really long. Hey, Claudia and Jackie, from across the pond, a British toaster needs your words of wisdom. I've recently found out that I'm pregnant for the first time and I'm due early 2022. It was completely unplanned and unexpected, but me and my boyfriend of three years, Harry, are overjoyed. <laughs> Whilst this should be the happiest time in my life, there's one thing that is casting a major stormy cloud over everything. My older sister, who is also pregnant. I'm supposed to be hosting an extravagant baby shower for my sister, Catherine, <laughs> at my own expense in a couple of months. But now I don't think if I should, I don't know if I should pull the plug and say, do it, do it yourself. She's due in two months and hasn't spoken to me since I told her my news and thinks I only got pregnant to steal her thunder. Oh my God, some people what? have so much time on their hands. When I told her she didn't even say congratulations or hug me, she just said things like, it's a shame. It's just a shame for you both. I'm also pretty certain she's been telling various family members my news, which is really upsetting, as I'll never even get the chance to tell my grandparents that I'm pregnant for the first time ever again. To give you some context, she's 33 and already has a 10-year-old. She got pregnant with this baby on a first date with a guy called William. They are now kind of together. She has always expected our family, myself included, to fund her life for her rather rather than work 
rather than her work. I have personally already bought her so many things for this baby, like a car seat, a changing bag, and paid towards many of the bigger items for her. I'm in my late 20s in a long-term relationship, and both me and Harry have well-paying jobs in a house. I will not need to, need to, nor would want to, have anyone buy me things to have a baby. It has now been two weeks since she has spoken to me, and I know she said to my mom that she isn't even going to think about processing my news until she's given birth, as she needs to focus on her own baby. She's also bumped into my boyfriend, Harry, and refused to even acknowledge it. Having my big sister give me advice and share her wisdom would have been so great, and I'm so upset and confused that she is seeing this as anything other than happy news. We all know she is annoyed that the attention isn't on her now. It's not like she invented a vaccine. She got pregnant on a one-night stand. It's hardly groundbreaking. <laughs> wow. What would you do? Would you still host a shower or say, no, you can do it yourself now? Side note, she's a big crier even in non-pregnant times, so confrontation is really hard. Thanks so much from a toasty mom-to-be. Well, first of all, mazel tov on your pregnancy. I feel like your positive news has been completely overshadowed, and honestly... It's tough because with family, I always say, Was like... Is this her sister or sister-in-law? Sister. Okay. With family, like, I always say, like, you have to make it work. Like, family is family. But at some point, someone becomes so irrational that, like, there's literally... It's like a Teresa Judice moment. Like, there's nothing you can do. And honestly, like, this is your life, too. Like, you're pregnant also. Like, honestly, like, I think you need to, like, seriously, like, step back. Like, she's... Toxic. This sounds so toxic. Yes, toxic. exactly. So what I would do is I would I would have a conversation with her, give her one last chance and, and sit her down and be like, listen, I'm about to be done with you. List off the things that you told us. Like who even says like, how is anyone getting pregnant? Like any sort of- like, Has how, anything to do with you. Have anything to do with you. So be like, I'm about to be out. I don't want to plan your shower. You are not deserving. You are such a fucking ingrate. Yeah. And love the word ingrate. I really, at this point, like don't want much to do with you. I have no intention of buying you more gifts and you, you know, being a part of your life, you being part of mine. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I gain from this relationship. You can't even be happy for me when I'm pregnant. Like good day, sir. Give her a chance that's, to, maybe, that's good. Yes. to maybe see herself and be like, no, I would love to, you know, do this together and, and you could plan her shower. But I would try one last sit down where you spell it out for her just like you did for us. Because when yeah. you say it that way, like only a Teresa couldn't see. Yeah, but it does seem like, you know, you guys have let her get away with this type of behavior. So she's never been like challenged on it. She's just kind of like spoiled in that sense. So I just think your communication, like write down your thoughts, and you jot it like, down. You could be like, especially as now I'm starting my own family. Like I don't have time to carry you and your dead Burdens. weight. Yeah. So... This is an inflection point for us as a family. Do you want to be family or do you want to be taken care of all the time and held your hand like a baby even though you're the older sister? No, and you're right. Like now, I feel like it's been whatever while you have just been like a kid, but now like you have your own family to worry about and that's your priority, like the safety and just like mental well-being. And she seems so toxic that like it's very sad. You're you're right. Like she should get another chance. But you need to really spell it out for her, like, what's been going on and, like, how you're four feet from the cliff. Like, you're about to jump off. Yeah, and the shower goes with that. But it's not even about the shower. No, I know. But, like, I think the, the sister is, like, fixated on the shower. No, I think that the shower is, like, this inflection. It's, a, it's just a, you know, the point to which there's no turning back. Yes, of course. It's, like, the, the mountain. Yeah. All right, here's our final one. Ready? Jackie and Claudia and Crunchy Angel Dora. Before we begin, here. should we still read it? Yes. I must tell you both how much I love you girls and how you have impacted my life from the show. I love you guys so much. Oh Thank, God, you. Thank you. Okay, here I go. At the beginning of 2020, I got out of a four-year relationship. Very shortly after that, I had started talking to someone I work with right before COVID. Let's call him Tim. We started hanging out all the time, and for the first couple of months, we were quarantined together and spending every second together. Given that Tim and I both work for a nightclub, we were completely out of work. Our club was shut down for months, so him and I were just pretty much chilling um, all the time at my apartment. At first, it was awesome. We were obsessed with each other. He's a total pee and very open to wanting to be in a 
serious relationship. Even though I felt that Tim was a com- was complete marriage material, I was unsure at the time about jumping into another serious relationship. Even though I really liked Tim, I panicked and felt like everything was going too fast. I pulled back and expressed that I wanted to do my own thing. I was still very communicative that I saw a future with him. Tim was crushed but still respected my decision. I knew I was hurting him, but I wanted to be fair to myself and him to not rush into something that I knew would be super real if I wasn't completely ready. Fast forward to a year, Tim and I still flirt with each other at work all the time, and there's definitely still something there on both sides. I have a lot of love in my heart for this man, and I know the connection is real. I just found out he left a couple days ago to film a reality TV about finding love. One that he and I watched together. I was completely blindsided. I feel like I got hit by a bus. The Bachelor, right? It has to be. Or, you know, love is blind, right. too hot to handle. There are so many these days. He didn't tell me he Married was Married at first sight. Right. He didn't tell me he was going to do this. He just left without even telling me. I know he doesn't owe me anything because I was the one who ended it, but I just can't help but be crushed. There's a big part of me that thinks he's my person for life and just the timing wasn't right. There's so much I wish I could say now that he's potentially going to find the love of his life. Did I fuck everything up? Do I go to try and contact the producers and stop Tim from continuing off on the show? What if they make me be on the show? I'm not looking to be on TV. I keep trying to tell myself that whatever is meant to happen will happen and it'll work itself out no matter what ever since i found out that he left for the show my stomach has just been a week long pit i'm freaking out and don't know if i should chase after him or not i just wish i could have one more converse oh here's a show ready i just wish i could have one more conversation with tim before he commits should i let things be or chase this dude down on live television the show is love is blind Ooh. by the way i can't wait to watch a season and find out who it is Wow, I can't wait to watch. Okay, listen. No, Love is Blind is like this actual like incubation experiment. You're, yeah, not, you're not penetrating. The producers no, aren't putting you on. Sorry, with- I totally... Oh, that... But it's not one of those trash shows that like, are you the one where like nobody gets married? Like, this is a real matchmaking system. We have two couples from last season. No, but also there are so many people that like it, that go on the show. The odds that he even like ends up meeting someone getting engaged and then going on to that phase are very slim and honestly if that does happen for him like you've got to trust the process um but, but it's not also impossible no it's not impossible but the odds are slim the yeah. odds are slim and the, they're not interested like there were so many people on love is blind last season who we never even met. met and so they're not showing one of those people's girlfriend coming in so don't no you can't get on the show you've it's literally gotta, private you, you've got to wait but you know what like have faith that if tim is your person he won't connect with someone like he's connected with you. He's obviously going to compare every conversation to everyone that he's had with you. If he has a better connection with someone else, like that's something that you need to know. Maybe you just want him because you can't have him anymore. Right. Or maybe absence makes the heart grow fonder and now you realize what he has. And the minute he comes home from the show, unmarried, you guys will be together. You have to wait and see what Do happens. Do not go and also- crazy running into the studio, banging on the door, looking for Nick Lachey. Like, that's not how that particular show works. Right. If this were The Bachelor, like, you could maybe do that and they would put you on the show. I just think, also, you were the one to pull back from Tim. And, like, it's not fair that you take away this chance Agreed. from Tim to go on the show and maybe really find true love. Because, it's, like, it's the show is serious. So, now it's Tim's time to do what Tim wants to do. But Tim really does sound like a catch. Like, he's so into, like, relationships. Like, he no, now wanted you one know. with you. Like, now you know. And if Tim comes home with another married then you can write in again and we could we could see about how you could go about that yeah but if tim comes home single there's a path for you and the, yeah maybe he needs to you know if you love something let them f- set, set free. them free and if they come back nobody else wanted him <laughs> exactly no you um, gotta let tim do his thing because but you also have like, to keep us updated on this because i'm like dying to know no i'm dying to know if he does get engaged you can email us like privately i just want to know when i watch the new season like which one was tim yeah literally same and also well, actually he'll be the one who worked in nightlife no, no, by the way, it, like, it won't be hard at all to figure it out. Yay! 
Um, okay, also, if you've written us in in the last couple of weeks and we have read your prompt on air, please provide us with an update. We want to know if our advice was helpful, what happened, did anyone get married? Deartoasters at gmail.com for all your quandaries and your updates. That's our show. No one else is. Let's get into this long weekend. Enjoy it. Acknowledge the space we're in. We will never have this much weekend in front no. of us. We are back in studio on Wednesday. You guys know Jackie has to go away for a wedding, so she will be back in New York on Tuesday, and we will be back on Wednesday Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast. Have a great, safe weekend. Have fun. Have Go so to the much edge fun, of a you guys. Have WWNKD. What would Norma Kamali do? Have so much fun. It's the beginning of summer. Summer, summer, summer. Turn summer. up. Summer. 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 Love you guys. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast. The Morning Morning Show. We love the best. Bye. Bye.